to me, activism's power, education, the lens of today's the younger topic generation. is about time out. Happy Black History Month, everybody, and welcome to FFC's first podcast episode. We are super excited to launch Time Out and spark discussion throughout the Fairfield community. In this session, we will be examining the importance of Black History Month as well as student activism in our lives. Before we begin, we want to note that FFC is not directly affiliated with or funded by the Fairfield City Schools Administration. We are a student-led organization and these are our own personal beliefs, stories, and experiences. Now, let's get into it. All right, so if you could describe what Black History Month means to you in one word, what would it be? Camilla, you can go ahead and start. <laughs> yeah, I'm here still thinking. To me, it means power or legacy. I mean, in that month, we recognize the countless number of people that have paved the way for Black people today and the power that their name and their action still holds today. Yeah, that's good. Jillian, where you, you came on mute. Were you about to say something? Mm. Education. Education. Yeah. That, that's good. Especially since I guess this is the main time of year when we really highlight a lot of Black historical figures and different aspects of Black culture that I feel like we take part in, but we don't necessarily credit it or like really show where it came from. And that's always exciting to me too, to see um, all of these wonderful influences that have really made modern culture to what it is today and getting to really identify all of those different components. Yeah, definitely. I could confidently say that every Black History Month, I learned something new. I definitely agree with that word education for being used to like describe Black History Month. Another word I was also thinking was togetherness because I feel like this is also a really good time. I mean, even look at us here right now, being able to record for the podcast and just sort of reflect on Black history and the impact of Black people on society. And so I think this sense of community that we're able to create and take part in is always really exciting to me. And we can all just bounce off of each other and learn new things, so. A word that I would use to describe Black History Month is culture. And even though I'm not like Black American, I like learning about Black Americans' culture and new aspects of it and their dances and their music. But I love seeing like the influence of African, like traditional African things and how it intertwines with today, modern African-American culture. It's really nice to see. Everything about it is just so beautiful. I definitely agree with that. Although it's totally different, there's a whole bunch of strings that attach to each other, like our dances, the beats that we use in our music. I think it's so cool how everything just still goes hand in hand with each other. We'll move on to the next question. What makes student activism powerful and impactful? I think it gives a chance for us to leave our our legacy as high schoolers. It's like a way to leave our mark, the people who come to the high school can reflect on and think about all the things we've done for the school and all that. Yeah, that's good, Melissa. Oh, Jillian says it's the ability to unite people and respectfully discuss different points of view. And yeah, that's really important. Piggybacking off that, 
points of view part, I was going to say that also student activism really provides this fresh perspective that sometimes, I mean, in politics, teenagers can only be, I mean, you can't be elected to Senate when you're 16, 17, 18 years old, but as a student, being able to use your voice within your school or within your community to share your opinion and perspective that way, I think it helps people see things through the lens of the younger generation, what we're looking to improve. Yeah, I definitely agree. I think what makes it even more powerful, everybody thinks that students should be concerned with teenage life, but I think the simple fact that students take out, you know, time out of their day or even just a couple seconds to just read an article or just make a post on Instagram just makes it more powerful. Are you backing off of what Camilla just said? Social activism, no matter how big or small it is, it's an effective way to bring change. FFC is a good way to create effective change in an efficient way. I also feel like being able to connect with other people that have the same values of you and values as you, and they're also in the same age group, it makes it easier to come up with solutions. I think student activism is impactful because it really inspires elementary middle school kids. As an elementary and middle schooler, I looked up to high schoolers and student activists and seeing that really inspires you to make a change. Does anyone remember the first time they were introduced to student activism or they saw an activist that was younger? I would say mine would have to be after the Parkland shooting, the March for All Singh. That's exactly what I was going to say. Emma Gonzalez from March of Our Lives, and she was she was a survivor of the Parkland shooting. And seeing the impact that she had, people were listening and seeing that response really made me start thinking about, you know, how can I bring discussion and spark change in my own community? Jillian was talking, she said that she was always interested in anti-war protests and movements, especially music. And then when Trump got elected, I started really opening my eyes to how bad stuff was. Sitting here thinking back, I don't think I actually realized what I was doing or what we were doing as a collective was activism. But I think back to like Jump Rope for Heart and when we would pay a dollar to walk around the track for an organization. Those were the little things that kind of led up to where we are now in high school, how we have such a big community of people who speak out on things. That's so true, Camilla. I kind of forgot about those things but they were a form of activism. We'll move on to the next question. What are ways that students can be activists in the community? Jillian said, attend events, also look into local protests. Also writing newspapers or newsletters is always good. Yeah, definitely. There was a local protest in Fairfield. I think it was in the summer around Village Green area. Yeah, that was really, really cool to see. I think Anais had her hand up, so. Yes, so I think that sharing resources and posting about things, not just the Black squares, but actually speaking out and even just having a conversation can change a lot. Piggybacking off of what she said, I think activism starts with education. So one of the most important parts is focusing on educating yourself. And then you can also share that knowledge with others and it repeats and it becomes a cycle. 
And eventually you'll have everyone sort of engaging in active discussions with educated point of views. So definitely educating yourself and others is a really important part of activism, whether you're a student or if you're many decades older. I would say also just overall be involved in your community, different community efforts that already exist, or if you don't know of any, make one. Like FFC, how we got started, get involved with FFC and different things that we're doing. Or if you want to focus on a different sector, you know, try and find ways that you can be the change if the change isn't already there. And I would also say using your talents, art activism, singing, poetry, however you best express yourself, use that to spread a message. And I think one more thing to add to that, we should remind ourselves that, so if you think that small post is only going to reach maybe five people, maybe that one, two people will tell another six people. Whatever energy you put into something, there is always a ripple effect. So don't ever feel like your post is too small or your blurb about what Black History Month is too small. Just always, when you put energy into anything, you will get a ripple effect out of it. All right. So how has learning about Black History Month impacted you? Or how much Black history have you learned in school versus out of school? I'll start with this one. I remember learning very little about Black history during school, but then I participated in um, Black history quiz bowl. And basically you had to learn all these Black history facts and then you would be quizzed on it. And after learning that, I felt so empowered. I felt so proud to be Black. And I think going from there, why is it important to learn about it? It's important because when you only learn about the horrible and the traumatic events that Black people have faced, it's sort of debilitating and it becomes almost a negative thing to be associated with Blackness. But when you learn about all the amazing things that people that look like you have done, it becomes empowering and it becomes one of your strengths. Absolutely, Brielle. Representation is so important. I would say the same thing. A majority of Black history I've learned outside of school as well, through social media primarily. And you hear about all these different stories, these really amazing inventions and amazing people that they're not really mentioned as much as you think they would have been. Jillian also says, school seems to try and get away with teaching the most basic knowledge possible. We hear about MLK and Rosa Parks, sometimes Malcolm X, but could go so much deeper. They also sometimes, I remember me and some other FFC officers were talking about this, the whole Malcolm X versus MLK thing that we always used to learn about how like Martin Luther King Jr. was the best example and Malcolm X was super violent and right. Like Jillian says, they love to pit MLK and Malcolm X against each other instead of teaching about their methods. You can admire both of them at once. And I think that's really important to not uplift one by tearing down the other. That can be damaging. I still think that part where we don't learn about how Malcolm X went to, he went to Mecca and then he came back with a new lens on life, basically, that shows that we should educate ourselves outside of school as well, because school won't always teach us everything. Everything about Black history will not be in our textbooks. So it's up to us, it's up to students to go out of your way to learn learn more about these things so you don't spread misinformation. Right. But at the same time, I feel like schools should be responsible 
for teaching history in general. And when you only tell history from one perspective, it's not really history as a whole. So I definitely think the responsibility should lay on the on people and doing your own self-education, but definitely there should be responsibility towards the institutions designed to educate people. Definitely, definitely. What are some good accounts or maybe documentaries, shows that you all would recommend to learn more about Black history? There's a book by James Baldwin called I Am Not Your Negro. It has been made a film. I think it was in 2016 or something like that, but it's Netflix. School Days by Spike Lee. That's also on Netflix. I would definitely recommend, there is like a Black Lives Matter collection under Netflix. So if you look through there, there's very, very, um, there's some, there's some gems in there. So definitely go check it out. It's really cool. All right. So oh, I was good. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to add in, I mean, these, yeah. I, these movies are popular, like Us and Get Out. They don't necessarily touch on Black history, but yeah. also just being able to watch cinema or like read a book that the leads are, they look like you, but it's not about mm-hmm. oppression or you being like murdered in the street or anything is always also just so refreshing. You feel so included and in the moment and you're like, wow, I can, I can be a movie star. I can be a screenwriter. I can, I can be the main character. That's basically like, I can be at the forefront of the story and it doesn't have to be about my trauma. That has also been really awesome to get to experience now compared to, you know, when we were growing up and that was very limited. Yeah, definitely. Even with the first vice president being a woman and then being, you know, a Black woman as well. It's very inspiring. and I feel like it gives a sense of release over the Black community. And just like, I mean, also like uh, the South Asian community, because she is South Asian as well, because there's somebody in the White House that looks like me, and she's also a woman. So I think representation is definitely a huge factor in Black history. And, And just history about any culture or any race is very important. And I'm glad that we're having more discussions too and seeing how important it is. I feel like earlier it was almost overlooked. We didn't really understand concepts like Black tokenism where we include Black characters, but they're just for the development of a white main character or literally no POC representation in shows or movies at all. So having these movie companies these publishing houses and even the United States office start to think about how it's important that what we produce accurately reflects all the different cultures and ethnicities and races that we have within our nation. It's really encouraging to see happen. I agree with you so much because a lot of the media that I saw growing up had little to no characters that looked like me to the point where I thought of myself and my features as not good enough when I didn't really see a lot of characters with features that looked like mine. Definitely, definitely. Or even if the person was Black or a person of color, they would be portrayed as ghetto or loud or multiple stereotypes that they have against that race or ethnicity. I would like to add that I think it's really important for people to realize that 
there's a lot of different kind of black people. We are different people. We have different opinions and different ideologies and we have different personalities. At the end of the day, representation, it matters. So moving on to the next question, who are your favorite black historical figures? Mine would be Angela Davis. I loved how she embraced her features and I seeing another black lesbian being represented. For me, I would say Martin Luther King because he made a lot of change. I would say I would just name a couple writers, James Baldwin, Toni Morrison and Maya Angelou, very influential people. They just know how to make words explode into a story, explode into like a vision. Mine would probably be Shirley Chisholm. She was like a politician, one of like the first Black women. And she was just always unapologetically her, which is so important, especially if you're a minority. Does anyone have anything else to add? Jillian. Jillian. Oh, go ahead. You can go. You can say. Um, Jillian says she's really into music. Um, and Chuck Berry is also influential in kicking off rock and roll. And he didn't always get the appreciation he should have in his late, in his 50s. Oh, during the 50s. He was a popular musician during the 50s. But he kept playing music and touring despite being kicked out of hotels and restaurants. And he didn't let anything stop him from being, from being who he is. Yeah, I think that's really important. Being unapologetically you, regardless of your race, your ethnicity, your nationality, is very important. Just be you and be embrace all of you. All right. I also, oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I also think it's really awesome how the time we're living in, we get to see so many more future historical figures. For example, I guess what I'm trying to say is, Stacey Abrams, mm-hmm. um, us being able to live in the same lifetime as her, which will definitely, she'll definitely come up when they're writing the history books about all this and the impact that she had with voting right for minority communities. I think it's so awesome that I get to follow her on Instagram. Like <laughs> it's these little things that we get to do because we're living in the era that we're living in. Definitely. I would also say Amanda Gorman. Um, the poet that performed at the electoral, uh, not electoral, the inauguration. Seeing somebody up there who looks like me, who's the same shade as me, closer in age with me, probably the other people we look up to is like very amazing. And it's just like, we can do anything regardless. We can do anything. True, Camilla. I've been reciting her poem for like two weeks now. I love it. I, it's yes. so beautiful. All right, so we'll end with this question. Why is Black History Month important? Important because of awareness. And this month, every day for announcements, we get a new fact about someone in Black history that made an impact on like our life and the things we have today. Learning about them is empowering. It's important to acknowledge and educate yourself about it. Black History Month and just Black history in general is so important because not only does it affect people that are growing up and affects how they see themselves, how they look at other people with their same color. Yeah, definitely. I think also the history of Black people in America has been tainted. This month just gives the opportunity to show the world that, hey, this is what we've done. This is what we've created. 
This is what we're continuing to do. But I think that Black, black History Month shouldn't what a great be segment. a thing, but we should be celebrating. DM us a fearful for change, your favorite point from this discussion, or any topic recommendations you have. For the, for the rest As February comes to a close, it's critical that we don't lose sight of Black history. Make it a point to reflect and celebrate all year round. Check out our link tree in the description for more resources and information on our diversity initiatives. We thank you all for tuning into this session. Stay tuned for more episodes from the FFC podcast team.